Nick Offerman's character Ron Swanson on Parks and Recreation is perhaps the most relatable of the bunch. Well, at least to a few of us in this studio. Don't be such a baby. I cooked you some bacon for a trail snack. I ate it already. What? I could smell it in your purse before I even parked my car. And now it's gone, and I hate everything. We've also loved Nick in Fargo, the Lego movies, and, of course, his appearances on Will and Grace with his wife, Megan Mullally. I would like to spend time with you. So not my type. (laughs) He's here for a national stand-up tour described as an evening of deliberative talking and light dance. Would you please all rise for Nick Offerman? Nick, Hello, Nick. Welcome. Thank you. Um, a bit of excitement here at uh, the studio, I must say, at the radio station. They're, Very pretty, much j- they're so. pretty jaded bunch here generally. They, they see are. Stars You've got to be out. a big star to get yeah. them off their chairs and uh, in, in front of their computer screens. And you've, you've caused a bit of a scene. So. Wow. I, I would yeah. recommend they read more books. <laughs> 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 Aim higher. Come on. There are a generation yeah. that I don't think that that's uh, come into it, reading books. Do you read books still? I do. I'd love to read books, and uh, that's, I'm going to fix all of that with this touring show. Yeah. But by the time I get through, uh, everything's going to be okay. <laughs> really? I would love you to do yeah. a talking book. How good would that be if you were in a it could car be very long. around? That would... Uh... I, do, I have a bunch of books uh, available on audiobook. Well, there we go. I will and get them. I sound this excited. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Rife with adventure. One of the um, more recent books that you've written well, was with your wife. Well, I presume both of you wrote it unless I've been completely hoodwinked. But it's about what? being in love and how to keep the spark in a marriage, 18 years of marriage, to your beautiful wife, Megan Lully. That's right. Uh, I... I uh, withstood it. I, I was reluctant for a long time. She kept saying, let's do a book together. I can imagine you'd be reluctant to do something <laughs> like I, that. I said, well, what is the book? And she said, it's, it's a book about our love story. And finally, something you, this is marriage tip number one. <laughs> the third time she asks, you yeah. say, okay, honey, let's do a book <laughs> about our love story. This is a good tip. Mick is single, gentleman. Is and, it a how-to um, or is it to what? To there's some how-to, yeah. yeah. There's, there's a whole chapter on lubrication. Um, <laughs> wow. You know, in many instances, the body creates its own lubrication. <laughs> Facts you may not be aware so of. I'll just, how do you keep the spark alive? Is there something? Yeah. Is there a trick to it? Is it, to, it don't it, tell me it's a lot of hard work. I'm not. I don't want to hear. <laughs> he's that. not up for that. I mean, any relationship involves work. It's not necessarily hard work. But even if you have a roommate, you know there are compromises that have to be made. <laughs> right. But uh, for us, it began with our sense of humor. We met doing yeah. a play, and we thought each other was wickedly funny, and we became confederates. <laughs> and that's where we dwell, you know? We, uh, we go through our lives, we work and we play, and we laugh and we love. And you're good oh. friends. I mean, that's yeah. and you like each other. And you're one of those, I say, annoying couples who walk around. Do you walk hand in hand? We do hold hands, yeah. Wow. See, that's aspirational Because Jane's not happy at home. <laughs> Jane, Jane's struggling. You know, so, you know, hit the happens. wall, hit the wall. We've got five kids. And it's just, It's a struggle. Know. What can I say? You know what? <laughs> Start playing jokes on each other. That's what we'll do. That's what we'll try. Um. We want to, actually, I want to uh, quickly move now and go on to Parks and Recreation and your friend, Amy Poehler. When you work with people you know and like, uh, that's an amazing combination, isn't it? 
It really is, uh, especially if the work is good, like on Parks and Recreation. Uh, you, you know, if you if you get drafted to a successful sports team, yeah. uh, if you happen to have a couple of your mates, so much the better. Because yes. when you win, you actually feel like it's your people, you know, <laughs> yeah. sharing the victory. And so working with Amy on that, I, I mean, I, I met her in the early 90s. And yes. so uh, I've always felt kind of like a sibling an annoying uh, big <laughs> annoying brother to brother. Her. Yeah. But this is true. We find we talk to a lot of uh, well-known comics uh, who are acting as well, uh, who do radio. And Mick and I have known each other for probably nearly 30 years. Wow. Feels a bit longer. <laughs> since <laughs> I, since <laughs> you were eight or nine? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thank right. you. Correct answer. <laughs> Correct. Oh, this guy's good. <laughs> but you can't, you can't just... Um, <laughs> <laughs> noted. <laughs> you can't just create magic with that, you know? You just can't put two people in a room or you hope that it happens Manufacture chemistry. Yeah. Mm. Can't, you need to know it. No, how, it's how, true. How did you guys all meet? Was it up through, was it through these, like, these comedy troops and second season? cities or just performing live together. How do you all kind of, you said you met your wife uh, in uh, the Doing same way. Theater. How do you all yeah. Well, I mean, it is a greater community of showbiz people, you know, show folk. Uh, yeah. But when I met Amy in Chicago, there, there's, you know, a sort of well-known comedy factory uh, where a lot of people then graduate to Saturday Night Live. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they go on to careers in comedy. Your Will Ferrell's, yeah. Tina Fey. Yeah. Um, but then there's also a great tradition of straight theater. Uh, the most well-known theater there is called Steppenwolf. So I was a straight theater guy. I was a Shakespeare, Sam Shepard, just wow. doing plays. Yeah. And so I met Amy at a house party. Uh, my friend lived with her well, friend. Well, this sounds good. And, that, and they had a very tall bong at their house. <laughs> and we were all 23 years old. Yeah. And so we met, and and actually we never saw each other's work. We, yeah, we yeah. were... I knew she'd made up stuff in a bar, and I knew that I performed works of literature on a stage. And so only years later do you come to realize you're all sort of heading to the same yeah. thing. Megan, on the other hand, came. she went to Northwestern University in Chicago, so she came through some of the same theater channels I mm. did, and eventually w- that led us to each other. Which is a beautiful story. Um, will you stay with us? Uh, we're going to play a song. We come back, and I am so interested in your other career which is a woods craftsman, a boat builder, a man who is, um, well, let's just say... He's making us all look ordinary. Well, he is. We have Nick Offerman in studio, by the way, All Rise Tour around Australia, livenation.com.au, but we're talking this Sunday in Adelaide at the Theberton Theatre. Then you're in uh, Perth at the Crown Theatre on next Wednesday. Then a couple of shows in Melbourne. One sold out already, but an added added show for the 7th of June at the Palais Theatre, which is amazing in Melbourne. You will love the Palais. Canberra, West Point Casino, Hobart, Sydney and Brisbane as well, livenation.com.au. You're working too hard. Well, you can get any time off. Or do you get off the grid? What happens? The hoofer's got to dance. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you say that um, ironically, or is it a euphemism for something? Or tell us about your um, when, when people go to see the show, what can they expect to see uh, from you, Nick? Well, you know, I call myself a humorist because uh, I don't think I'm as funny as a comedian, <laughs> and I also we, we might ob- uh, object to that. Well, that's your prerogative. <laughs> uh, my pace and timbre often can uh, fool people into thinking sure. I'm being humorous <laughs> okay. when I'm just speaking slowly. <laughs> uh, so okay. I'm a bit of an illusionist as well. I've got uh, you. I do songs on the guitar, and that's my favorite thing to do. They're mm. really a lot of fun. It's Is a that great... your instrument of choice? Yeah. 
It's I a thought great... you'd be a mouth organ guy. You kind of got that. They feel. might throw that in. You never know. Yeah. You know, you, I, I aspire to to the harmonica. <laughs> Mick's, got a, Mick's got a cowbell there. He's, uh, oh, he's cowbell got on the cowbell. You always yeah. need more of that. So. <laughs> that's right. It's always <laughs> underdone. Yeah. But I, I do songs that you know. I, I'm just finishing a song that's an advertisement for a fragrance called Manchester, <laughs> and it's. Uh, <laughs> It's a tongue-in-cheek, the, the commercial, it's a spray that you can spray on your uh, children when they come out as gay <laughs> to, to make them straight again. Uh, so it's like completely it. PC. As, as an great. admonishment to yeah. people that are that dumb. Well, yeah. that, should, <laughs> that should sell well in some parts of America. Um. It, sh- it should, yeah. That's the funny thing. I get that with Parks and Rec as well. Some people don't understand that it's funny. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They're like, finally, our spokesperson. <laughs> Dave wants to ask you, Chris. Dave's a big fan. Well, I'm a, I'm, He's trying to hold it all no, together. I'm, my family were fan. into woodworking. So my father and grandfather, they were both carpenters, and my great-grandfather immigra- immigrated from England to here, and he brought all these tools with him as well, which I've kept, but I've not sort of got into the woodworking trade myself, but I've got all these amazing antique tools and oh, I, wow. I can't get rid Ooh. of them, Nick. You're an no. Ikea guy. You <laughs> I'm more of an Allen key sort of operator. Well, you, I mean, you, you'd be astonished how easy it is. The thing you got to learn how to do is just sharpen them. Oh, yeah? If you if you sharpen your tools and, and you have to be careful because then they become very dangerous. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but once you do that, wood suddenly becomes like carving soap. Mm. And and so you can, when you think about, you know, woodworking, it can be daunting if you think about building a boat, say. Mm. Which you do. I mean, this is it is daunting to most people. And you have an amazing workshop that is not just a little man shed. It's a whole huge bloody workshop with heaps of wood and amazing tools. You've got too much spare time on your hands. <laughs> That's, What's yeah. going on? I know. It's the problem. It's a champagne problem. <laughs> <laughs> all, all of these really fun things people want to pay me to do. It's well, a, sure, because you're a craftsman. Now, I just have a little clip I wanted to play just to let people know how um, serious you are and what an expert. I love people who are expert in things. Sure. And uh, you, this is a clip from um, a show you did with Amy Poller, actually. It was like a craft show. It was a. Yeah, it's called Making It. It's, Making a, it's it. a crafting competition it's show. A, a crafting competition show. It's fed income. It's a real deal. And this is uh, Amy has got a whole lot of blocks of wood. She's blindfolded you. <laughs> and you have to sniff it. That's right. And say, identify the wood. Let's just have a listen. <laughs> oh, boy. Eastern black walnut. Whoa. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Eastern black walnut is my favorite of the cabinet woods. They're woods that are hard enough to build cabinetry and furniture out of. They can take a beating, but walnut has a beautiful brown color. All right, Nick. Here's your next wood, sir. <clears throat> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's definitely a cedar. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Yeah, western red cedar, that's your go-to wood for a boat hull. It's incredibly lightweight, but it has a really high tensile strength, tensile which strength. means it floats well, but it's hard to break when you push on it. See? See what I mean? I love this stuff. Where did you learn your skills? Was it through your family? Yeah, I mean, I grew up in a farming family, uh, and my, my dad was a school teacher, my mom was a nurse, so th- th- it was like Little House on the Prairie <laughs> in the 70s and 80s. Yeah. So everybody learned to sew and cook and garden and, you know, be a a carpenter and a mechanic. And so, you know, different members of the family took to different aspects. And I, I really took to the carpentry. And then I, when I started theater school, uh, I was terrible. 
I couldn't get cast, but so, I, people would hire me and give me small roles because then they would have me build the set. <laughs> and I, I milked that horse for years. And you also if, give gifts to like Stephen Colbert or to Tonight Show hosts. I saw that. You give yep. coasters, you, give, you sure. made a coffee table even. Yeah, I, it's a great way to become a kiss ass. <laughs> if you could only carve from one style yes. of yeah. wood for the rest of your life, what would you do? What would you Oh How God! Go? I don't know. I'd probably stick with. I, I have a batch of ukuleles I'm finishing right now, and God either that was bound to happen. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah it's either end up with boats, grandfather clocks, or musical <laughs> instruments. And I, w- I think I would stay in the instruments because the world of luthery, u- guitars, yeah. violins, you know, mandolins. I, Stuff I, with a hole in it and I could, strings. Yeah, <laughs> I, could, I could keep doing that for until my hands give up. Uh, we could talk to you for absolutely hours about also, not only, we haven't even touched on the films and your amazing voice, the timber in your voice itself. We understand why you're such a in-demand performer, actor, comic. You need to calm down a bit. Yeah. I think take it's a rest, fair to say. Really? Take a chill pill. <laughs> it's coming. It's <laughs> coming. <laughs> um, thanks for swinging yeah. by. We really appreciate we it. We do. And Thank uh, you. we're yeah. huge fans. And uh, we look forward to seeing your shows. Give us the dates again. You bet. Please. So this Sunday in Adelaide for our Adelaide listeners at the Thebiton Theatre. Then next Wednesday, the Crown Theatre in Perth. A couple of shows in Melbourne next week. Uh, that's Friday and Saturday at the Palais. You've got the Canberra Theatre Wednesday next Thursday, the 12th and 13th of June. Then the following week as well in Hobart, Sydney, and Brisbane. But yeah, live now. Nation.com.au has all the information on Nick Offerman's All Rise Tour. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming in, Nick.